Good Monday morning, everyone. Welcome into the Fumbling Punter. I'm your host, Devin Keeney. Give us a follow on Twitter, like our Facebook page, and check out the site if you haven't already, fumblingpunter.com. And let's get started on the show. So, like a lot of you guys, uh, I spent the entire weekend basically having college basketball rule my life. I may have may have gotten a bed sore from like 20 hours of watching college hoops this weekend. So the big story of the weekend, the ACC is fake basketball. Everyone but North Carolina is out, basically just completely screwing up my bracket all to hell. Arkansas did give them a all they wanted in that game yesterday. The Hogs played really well, uh, really challenged North Carolina. Some people said that I was crazy to take Arkansas over Carolina, but you know... They, it was a close game. It was that missed three away from that being a tie ball game with like eight seconds left. So Arkansas played really well, really gave North Carolina all they wanted, and the rest of the ACC just got pummeled. Duke, Villanova, Louisville, and Florida State were all top seeds that went down over the weekend. And other than Florida face-stomping Virginia, Xavier murdering Florida State, we had some good games in the second round. Uh, the Oregon game last night was a really good game. The USC game was another great game. And so we got to see a, a lot of really good basketball over the weekend. And yes, I do call it the second round as I always have because calling the playing games the first round is dumb. It's four games. Two games of 16 seeds match up and two of 11 seeds match up. That is not the first round. It never will, never has been. It never will be. I will always refer to those as the play-in games. Now, for uh, Richie, our loyal listener, the Kansas game ended up being a blowout, but that was a close game for about 30 minutes, but in the end, Kansas just had too much talent for Michigan State. They haven't needed any of those home cooking calls yet, but I'm sure going to play the Sweet 16 and Elite 8 in Kansas City that they're going to get more than enough home cooking calls, so get ready to see it. Now, let's get into one of our favorite, my favorite things about uh, our Monday shows. Let's get into the three things I liked from the weekend. Number one is Bo Ryan's Wisconsin Badgers. Nigel Hayes and company knocked off the defending national champion Villanova and has made it four straight Sweet 16s. What Ryan's been able to do year in and year out at Wisconsin where they're not getting a lot of McDonald's All-Americans. He's kind of, uh, you know, Frank Kaminsky, I think, had two offers when he was there, Wisconsin and Northern Illinois. And so the fact that he's not getting these guys that are one-and-dones, he's really developing his players and building his program. I love that about Bo Ryan. I love what they've been able to do at Wisconsin. And even though they helped destroy my bracket, good for them. That's one thing I definitely liked this weekend was Wisconsin hoops. Second thing was Charles Barkley talking about his dislike of LeVar Ball, father of UCLA's Lonzo Ball, the helicopter dad of the Ball family. You have to love Big Chuck. He uh, keeps it real, starting another feud and just saying it like it is. So basically the uh, latest uh, LeVar Ball saga was he said he could beat Michael Jordan in one-on-one back in his heyday. Now, granted, his kids are good basketball players, mostly Lonzo. I plan on getting into this here a little bit later, probably around the NBA draft time. But LeVar Ball just never shuts the hell up. He he said that he wants Lonzo to play for the Lakers. All three of his boys are going to be one and dones. 
which is not a, which is not true. Lonzo's probably the only one good enough to be a one and done and go play in the NBA. I mean, you can be one and done. That doesn't mean you have to be an NBA player, but I think that's kind of the goal there. So I like Big Chuck calling him out. And the third thing that I liked this weekend was SEC basketball. For all the hatred for like the past decade of the conference and their basketball ability, it's more really their envy, everyone else's envy of the SEC dominance in football, which we all know is a real thing. And the SEC is sending three teams to the Sweet 16, more than the ACC and the Big East. Arkansas also played that played North Carolina very well in that game. And Vanderbilt would have been into the second round had it not been for that extremely dumb call we talked about on the show on Friday. And so SEC playing good basketball. I knew it would happen eventually, you know. they uh, Historically, they have had some good teams in the conference. And, uh, you know, this year Florida had played really well. Kentucky's good. And then uh, South Carolina has had a great season, and they were able to beat Duke last night. So a side note of what I liked over the weekend, our gambling picks are back and they are absolutely on fire. Now, we don't condone condone illegal gambling activity, but love the picks of the games and kind of watching the spreads and see what those are like and uh, telling you guys what our picks would be. But after a little hiatus, we came out firing with uh, Easy e before I took over in the second round. We combined to go 13-3-1. Find a pay sports book that gave out that good of picks, 13-3-1, and, and we absolutely killed it for free. So you guys will not find a better pay-for-picks account. And we're free. We just do it because we think it's fun. So, hey, if you like, like to hear the picks, like to hear good picks, we are your show, Fumbling Punter. Follow us online, fumblingpunter.com. <laughs> so... On to what I didn't like from this weekend, that damn crying kid from Northwestern. Did anyone else see this? Uh, during the Northwestern and Gonzaga game, Gonzaga was up by like, I think, seven. And CBS kept showing this kid in Northwestern gear just bawling his eyes out. And, you know, if, it, if it's a tough loss at the end of the year and, you know, there's a kid sitting there and he's just kind of sobbing, you feel bad for him. This was not one of those kids. It was a six-point game. There was a foul called, and this kid is just absolutely bawling. It was very unbecoming. And all I could think of is this kid's life is so easy that he gets this upset about a basketball game. And I'll admit it, I've been furious over some Mizzou losses, but never crying and screaming. So if you take your kids to a sporting event, please don't let them end up like the Northwestern crying kid. Please, that will help us all in the long run. On to some more college hoops talk. Uh, Wichita State played Kentucky extremely well yesterday, taking them down to the last possession. But how bad is the selection committee? Uh, You know, Wichita State was ranked in the top 25 at the end of the season. They were ranked 21 before they won their conference tournament, and then they got a 10 seed? Just give me a break. That was a good team. They have a good reputation. I don't know what more they need to do before they start getting higher seeds. I'm not saying they were one or a two seed, but you can't tell me they were any worse than a six seed just based on where they were ranked. We all know Wisconsin was also terribly underseeded at eight, and Minnesota got way too much love as a five seed. They uh, they just need to come to, together to figure out a better way to seed these teams. 
they're like 28-year-old kids just sat down and randomly placed teams at times across the bracket. But what should we really expect from the worst organization in all of sports outside of FIFA? (laughs) Now, it wouldn't be spring without the fumbling punter talking a little hockey. The St. Louis Blues moved into third place in the Central Division over the weekend with another big win at Arizona. They have had an incredible couple of weeks, and Jake Allen has been playing out of his mind. Uh, Of course, you never want to see Chicago in the first round, but man, not having to uh, go out west would be huge for their team if they're able to lock up the three spot in the Central Division. And the Calgary Flames blanked the LA Kings last night behind the strong goaltending of Brian Moose Elliott and... uh, so they're an incredibly hot team right now, but that really helps the Blues. Anytime the Kings lose, don't get any points, that helps the Blues secure their playoff position. But I also wanted to give a shout out, since we're talking hockey, to the fourth line of the St. Louis Blues of uh, Brodziak, Upshaw, and Reeves. They've pounded it out all year, played well every night, they play hard every night, and Upshaw has gotten a goal in each of his last two games. So I'm happy for that line to have a little success. They're a really fun group, and you know every time the fourth line gets on the ice, they're going to give it 100%. They uh, they play really hard, they skate hard, they hit hard, and uh, you know there's some nights they're the best line for the Blues, and uh, so see them have a little bit of success is a lot of fun for me. Now on to uh, a little baseball talk. The USA had a huge win in the World Baseball Classic over the Dominican Republic Saturday night, securing their spot into the Final Four. Adam Jones' home run, Rob, was absolutely incredible. If you guys, someone had a picture, I believe it was Major League Baseball, of all the USA fans in center field and Adam Jones reaching up to Rob that home run. It was a fantastic picture. It was a fantastic play by the Orioles center fielder as was John Carlos Stanton's home run. Uh, Lucas and I touched on this during our deleted World Baseball Classic preview podcast, but once all of the American superstars start to buy into the World Baseball Classic, it'll take the tournament to another level. You know, Bryant, Harper, Trout, there were some pitchers that didn't participate. But it. I love the World Baseball Classic. You know, I love everyone out there playing for country. And uh, I love the passion from the guys that are on Team USA over the weekend, and hopefully we get to see them do some big things in L.A. in the Final Four. I did see on Twitter that the USA is having or is starting Tanner Rourke against Japan in L.A. and told Chris Archer he can head back to spring training. Why? Archer is a great starting pitcher, and I think it would be great to have Archer going in the semifinals and Clayton Kershaw pitching for Team USA in Dodger Stadium in the championship game. That is as good of a moment as you could ask for as a baseball clan, baseball fan from the World Baseball Classic. Uh, either way, go USA, beat Japan, and bring home that long-awaited World Baseball Classic to the good old U.S. of A. So later this week, we'll be recording and putting out our division-by-division division MLB preview and to kind of tease that and getting some local Cardinal fans excited, I'm going to start a bracket on Twitter this week. Since everyone's NCAA bracket has gone to hell, I'm letting out the uh, random Cardinal player jersey bracket over the next week. 64 
random current and former St. Louis Cardinal players. I want the fans vote, and if we can get a good total for the finals, I will buy a personalized jersey of the winning player's name. I'm going to tease some names for this bracket. So Taguchi, Kent Bottenfield, Bobby Bonilla, Larry Walker, and Jason Simontachi. Those are just five of the 64 players going in the bracket. I'll set it all up tournament style and have Twitter polls for everyone to vote on who advances. Hopefully we get some good vote turnout and I get to buy a random jersey. Anthony and I, uh, Anthony did the NBA podcast with me. Uh, we have always enjoyed seeing the most random player jerseys at Cardinal games, and we like to send each other text of the best ones we see. So hopefully you guys can get behind this and enjoy it as well. And that has been it for our Monday podcast. As always, don't forget to give the podcast link a retweet to your followers. Subscribe to the podcast on SoundCloud or iTunes, soon to be available on more platforms. But I've had a lot of fun with this. Hopefully we get some of the recurring guests or staff, as I like to call them, back in here in the future to do their specialized podcast. But look forward to the MLB podcast later this week. Uh, For The Fumbling Punter, I'm Devin Keeney. Have a good start to your week, everyone.